The Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News, a ministry dedicated to the truth revealed through Jesus Christ, encouraging listeners to stand boldly as the King's return is at hand. Imagine with me, if you will, what it would be like to live next door to a family with the fanciest house in town. In fact, the fanciest house in the country. These next-door neighbors of yours have everything. They live in a mansion, drive the world's most expensive cars, have a fleet of private jets, and eat like kings. Yet they don't really work. On paper, they work less than half the days of the year, but even when they are working, their performance is so poor that any employer paying any amount of attention would have fired them years ago. Still, they continue to hold their so-called jobs and are never held accountable for failure after failure. One day, these neighbors of yours come begging at your door, hat in hand, with a very sad story about how they're about to have their mortgage foreclosed. They admit to you that they're utterly broke, and unless you help them, they're going to lose their home and everything they own. But they're very sneaky in the way they present their plea. In fact, before they leave, they have you convinced that they've actually come to help you. Now, you're a conservative Christian, and you work every day from sunup to sundown. You've been very fiscally responsible. You work hard to pay your bills on time. You drive a 15-year-old car, and you watch every penny, giving freely to Christian ministries and those in need. As a result, you have a small nest egg put away for a rainy day when your family may run into trouble. Being the most generous Christian on earth, you give your entire savings to this next-door family, which leaves your own savings account now at zero. I can always start over again, you tell yourself. This family is in need, and I will help them. Immediately, however, you notice something amiss. Your neighbors start throwing huge parties at their house. Upon investigation, you find they haven't spent a single penny you gave them toward their mortgage payments. Instead, they're spending it on parties, lavish vacations, prostitutes, drugs, and giving much of the money to wicked organizations that you, as a Christian, vehemently oppose. They're donating to Planned Parenthood, Marxist communist groups, the LGBTQ plus movement, the Freedom From Religion Foundation, and they're actively supporting a radical transgender curriculum in your local public school. A month goes by and your neighbors are back at your front door weeping openly about how they have no money. They're completely, utterly broke and deeply in debt. But this time they show up with a pre-approved credit card application, good for $100,000, and they've already filled it out and signed your name to it. They just came to your door to show you what they've done, assuring you that they desperately need the money in order to keep their household running and telling you they're sending it in and the credit card will arrive in the mail in two weeks to their house in their name, but the bills will be sent to you. And somehow, once again, they convince you that this is for your benefit. Another month goes by, the same as the first time. They're still not paying their bills, but continue spending with reckless abandon. And now you're getting notices in the mail that the credit card has exceeded the limit, and now you're liable not only for the $100,000, but also for 25% interest rates, as well as the over-limit and late fees accruing daily. By now, it's gotten to the point that you are bankrupt, yet your neighbors continue living their high lifestyle. They still only bother to show up for work less than half the time. They're still the worst employees imaginable, yet they still keep their jobs, for which they rake in more in one year than you would ever earn in ten. But they're still broke. You then find out they've done the same thing to everyone else in your neighborhood, yet they're not even attempting to pay so much as the interest on the debt they've racked up. 
Then you discover they're actually traitors to our country, working hand-in-hand with our enemies and selling out our country. Some in this family are even dealing drugs now, engaging in child sex trafficking, and routinely sponsor or attend sadistic satanic rituals, all the while collecting huge sums of money and lining their own pockets with it. They still don't have their financial house in order, they're still deeply in debt beyond anything you could ever fathom, and they just don't care. You also learn they've been illegally printing counterfeit money, and every law enforcement agency in the country knows about all their many crimes, but this family is untouchable. There's no longer a court in the land that would even consider their crimes, much less convict them. They own everyone. And because of that, they're now emboldened to do whatever they wish with no accountability to anyone. There is no limit to the evil they'll do and get away with. Then one day, you wake up and find they're at your door with a long list of rules which they say you must obey or go to prison. Handing over most of your hard-earned paycheck is among the least of these rules. They also announce you'll need to pay them for virtually everything you do. If you drive your car, you'll be forced to pay them for the privilege. You were diligent in paying off your mortgage, but you'll still be forced to pay huge amounts of money each year to live there. If you buy food, clothing, or anything else, you'll be forced to pay for those privileges, too. When you take your dog out for a walk, you're reminded that you're being forced to pay for the privilege of having a dog in the first place, as well as for the sidewalk you're walking on and the shoes you're wearing. Then one day they call you up and tell you you're not allowed to open the business you started from scratch and worked so hard over the years to build up. Others in your family are no longer allowed to go to work either. But it's okay. They're going to give you a small allowance to live on until you're allowed to work again. But if you're a business owner and if the company you built goes under after being forcibly shut down, that's not their problem. The next day, they come over and tell you that you'll now be forced to wear a dog muzzle in order to be allowed out in public. If you don't wear one, you have to stay home. They've now partnered with just about every privileged company in the country as well, so those companies now take their orders from your next-door neighbors, who have now become so rich and powerful, they literally control everything, from the food you eat, to the home you live in, to the thoughts you're allowed to express in public. Then, they declare that you have to be stabbed with a shot that has a very good chance of permanently injuring you or killing you. You have no choice. These neighbors continue to tell you that everything they've been doing is for your own good, and most of the town believes them. Oh, and not only do they control everything you do, they also openly spy on you, listen to your phone calls and private conversations, and they even claim ownership of your DNA now. But they're not really rich. In reality, they're poor, blind, and naked, but they don't have the sense to realize it. They've been living on credit all this time in more ways than one. But now, having spent all the money that you and others in your town once had, they're now using the credit cards issued by our country's worst enemies. But our enemies are not so weak and far from forgiving. They're demanding payment, but the neighbors are still broke. So they make some backroom deals with our enemies. They hand over control of massive amounts of farmland, ports of entry, and then they start selling off private homes just to pay the interest on their debt. They're so desperate to keep the wolves away from their own front doors, they're willing and eager to do whatever our enemies tell them to do to us. For now, they're not suffering at all.
In fact, they've exempted themselves from all the rules they've set for the rest of us. What's more, they're piling up even more monopoly money given to them by our enemies for themselves off the books, of course, while the official balance sheet has been in the red since long before you were even born. But then the people of the town begin to wake up and start to say enough is enough. One day they hold a massive rally to demand justice, but now it's too late. Hundreds are arrested and jailed for daring to challenge the injustice. Others are persecuted and prosecuted for thinking illegal thoughts or having illegal opinions. And that house next door continues to host wild parties. The neighbors continue to eat and live like kings, thumbing their noses at the law while imposing new restrictions and unjust laws on not just your town, but the whole nation. After all, they've learned that they can easily get away with it. And now that they've tasted power, they'll do literally anything to continue to imbibe. In 1981, at Ronald Reagan's inaugural address, he stated, The nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Indeed, nothing the government does is efficient, cost-effective, or helpful to American citizens anymore. Our greatest enemies have become our so-called public servants, who enter politics with a modest net worth, but somehow become multimillionaires or billionaires within a year or two of their so-called service. Meanwhile, our country mourns. I believe we've passed the point of no return. Short of a revolution in this nation, I see no way we'll ever reclaim our God-given rights enshrined in our country's founding documents and engraved on the very walls of the chambers where our servants strip us of those rights and load us down with ever-increasing heavy bone-crushing burdens. Our servants have now become our masters, or perhaps better stated, the inmates are running the asylum. Now we have the Inflation Reduction Act, with a price tag said to be about $740 billion. There's no doubt that it'll cost much more than that. Analysts across the board have stated that this new move by Congress will do anything but reduce inflation. Even those who impose this monstrosity upon us are no longer talking about inflation reduction. Instead, they're referring to it as climate change and health care relief. But friends, lies are lies. Climate change and the whole agenda that goes with it is a lie, and so is our health care system. Our justice system is equally beyond repair, as the innocent are imprisoned, while the worst of the worst criminals walk free and continue to party on. Among the many things charged on this latest credit card are 87,000 new IRS agents. And not just any IRS agents. The new recruits are going to be handpicked and they must be willing to undergo firearms training and be willing to use deadly force against U.S. citizens in their new careers with the SS. It was said that these agents were only going to be looking at tax cheaters who earn $400,000 a year or more. But you don't need 87,000 new agents to accomplish that. They're coming for you and me, friends, and now they're planning to come armed, even as they work hard to remove all of our defenses. Couple this with the now fully compromised FBI, which has steadfastly looked the other way regarding the crimes of Obama, Hillary Clinton, Jeffrey Epstein, and the Biden crime cartel, to name just a few. Our Department of Defense, which has now been authorized to use force to inject citizens with a monkeypox stab or any other stab of their choice. The CIA, which continues to perpetrate black ops and then roll out the official narrative to the public via the mainstream media as they've been doing for years, 
and it's obvious to anyone with eyes to see that our government is absolutely, totally, and completely corrupt to the core. So how do we rescue ourselves from such despotism? The answer is we don't. God can, and maybe he will, if we sincerely repent of our national hedonism and apathy and the lukewarmness among professing Christians. But I believe we're too stiff-necked as a people to ever bow the knee to the Almighty until that day when the credit card comes due and all knees will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Audio CDs and transcripts of this message are available when you call me at Wisconsin Christian News, 715-486-8066, or email Rob, R-O-B, at wisconsinchristiannews.com and ask for message number 369. This has been the Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News. Find us on the internet at wisconsinchristiannews.com. Questions and comments? Email Rob, R-O-B, at wisconsinchristiannews.com. The views expressed are those of the speaker.